Welcome to episode four. I'm Daisha. And I'm Karina. And this is the Tomorrow Ain't Promise podcast. So tap in with us today. Tap. Tap. Tap in. I like a theme song. <laughs> this week, we will go over our feedback and, and answer listeners' questions um, and hopefully give y'all some, some legitimate advice to take with you. <laughs> <laughs> to take and, you know, and to run with it because we passing the baton to you so you guys don't have to go through our mistakes. <laughs> so many mistakes bro oh. but let's let's hop into it <laughs> all right i'll read the first question is that okay with you yeah that's fine go ahead okay what challenges or advantages do you both perceive as black women in a society that often tries to stifle your mm-hmm. voice i don't know i thought it was stifle i don't know girl <laughs> <laughs> stifle yeah whatever okay <laughs> Um, Daisha, let's let's have you start. So I think my name, you know, Daisha is a very is a very unique name. For those of you who don't know, um, my my name is a combination. It's spelled D A hyphen S H A, um, and it's a combination of my mom's name and my mother's name. So they combined it and was like, "Haha, Daisha." <laughs> Wait, your mother and your grandmother? No, my dad, my dad. Oh, your mother and your father. Okay. Yeah, Daryl and Natasha. Okay. I hope nobody steals like their identity or my identity. Just had to throw that out there. But <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like you putting out their social online. I think right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I feel like my name it's an advantage in ways, and I feel like it's an it's a okay. The challenge part, like as soon as I pick up a phone and, and tell you my name, you know it's not it's not Thomas or you know Jim or like Kim it's not like a simple name where it's like okay you can tell like that person okay they might be they're probably white you know what I mean yeah um so resumes and stuff like that I think to it it depends on who's reading it you obviously um and what their look on life and diversity is um because like obviously if you don't want to if if you see my name and it's like hmm you know you pass like the resume test you know you know what the resume test is right like with, I mean with like your- just how people sound like or how they seem on paper but then it's like honestly you might be skipping out on the best person that could have been working for your company period right like, you're lost <laughs> exactly exactly and so I think like as soon as I tell people my name it could be it could be perceived as good or bad um but like I used to like correct people. I used to feel kind of self-conscious about my name because people would always mess it up. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I never really corrected people because I'm like, the opposite, though, girl. Yeah. Like, I was definitely, because I always went to that shit in school. Like, y'all not about to play with me. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to swear. I always go through that stuff in school. Like, y'all are not about to play with me. Like, Karna. Like, you know my name is not no Karna. Like, look at it again and sound out the letters. Because we're in school, right? Right. <laughs> Karina. Not for real. But Get I it right. Like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, you, now it's more of like, I feel like back then when I wouldn't correct people, that, like, my voice was being stifled because it was like, you didn't even ask me if that was how to correctly say my name. You just assumed and then butchered it. Um, <laughs> but then and you butchered it and ran with it too 
and ran with it. yeah it, and saw me make a face and ran with it <laughs> but I think now now that I'm older and I'm like okay well my name has power you know my name is who I am so now I've kind of taken that as a young black woman and you know put it incorporated it like you know into my like my businesses and you know because I want my name to live forever like you know I want people like I want to walk into a room and my name is like every like I don't even have to introduce myself like everybody knows how to say it correctly and everybody knows who I am and what I do so that's what I that that's what my intentions are as a as a young black woman so I think that my name is unique enough to get me into the right doors um and then close the ones that you know I don't need to be you know I don't exactly. need <laughs> and I also feel like as if like you know more so back in the day my name was more of a challenge and I feel like these days I'm using it more as an advantage and although like mm-hmm. you know I don't I'm not a business owner yet um <laughs> I nobody has my name the way it's spelled I mean they have my name like how it's pronounced but nobody has my spelling like and nobody and so with that you can really just like do your own thing like I really feel like one of one I am original like there is only one me and like and having a unique name like that really just solidifies that in your brain like Mm-mm, I'm not one of them like I am the one like you know <laughs> and even if you have a name that everybody else has like don't forget like you still are not one of them like you are still that like the one so like mm-hmm. don't ever be out here playing yourself right 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 I also think age has um a huge impact on just kind of everything I feel like we sound young obviously (laughs) yeah but I also feel like we have we had to grow up faster than like let's say like um you know other kids and other let's say we can say other backgrounds other backgrounds but not just like ethnically like economically as well like wealth too Mm -hmm. so I mean, like, I know, like, 12-year-olds who be losing their, like, well, I don't know personally, but, like, I know there are kids out there, young Black men and women who are losing their friends, like, being so young, like, and when I was growing up in my predominantly white school, we didn't go through none of that. We lost one person my whole four years of high school. Mm -hmm. One. And I know, like, that is probably, like, times 10 if you you were in any Springfield high school. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel like as black people, period, not just women, we are forced to grow up faster. And so like, it definitely is a challenge because at first, you know, you're supposed to be in a child's place, learning and growing and, you know, like being you. And so when you're forced and like life hits you in the face, like, it's like, oh no, like, I don't know. (laughs) For sure. For sure. I think that was a good, a good answer. As far as, like, ambitions and goals, though, like, how do you feel, like, being a young Black woman and trying to be ambitious and, you know, stay goal-driven, like... I think think what I see as a challenge first is that, like, when I walk into the room and, like, you know... I'm wearing sweatpants and, I mean, this is kind of a crossover with, like, ambition, goals, like, and what I look like. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of, like... I'm walking in with sweatpants, like, I not, I don't, obviously, I dress professional for professional things. I'm just walking to, like, Walmart, or I'm walking into a space that's predominantly where it's kind of, like, um, I don't know. I, let me, let me give you a, a story. So, the other day, I was, I was, <laughs> I was at one of my pants jobs, 
and you know obviously I'm around I I I go to my parents jobs all the time so um you know you loved (laughs) right yeah yeah (laughs) you know he's I spoke I was speaking to one of the co-workers and he's like a middle-aged white man and this isn't to white to bash white people or anything like that or to say like all white people are the same but like this one guy he decided that he was like oh yeah you know I haven't seen you in in a long time like okay yeah yeah." he was asking me like what college I go to and things like that and it was like it was weird it was weird because it was it was weird because a couple days later so it was my dad's job um, a couple days later, my dad was like, oh, yeah, he thought you were, he was like, he came up to me and was like, oh, yeah, you're so, your daughter's so articulate. And I was like, well, what were you expecting me to be? Like, I'm a college student. I'm supposed to present myself in a way that like, and I, I, I didn't even think I was having like a real conversation. It was really just like, I was telling him about like, you know, school, my major and, you know, my plans to study abroad. And I was just like, well, what did you assume of all black people? And especially like a young black woman, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I don't have kids. I don't, I'm not out here doing all these other crazy things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like my appearance and how I am able to, to speak plays a role. It's a challenge. Cause if, 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 if he was to assume that in like in a different position, like, how would he, like, how would have that have affected me? You know what I mean? That could have been a job you missed out on. That could have been money. Like, that's... Right. I mean, or I could have gotten it because I surprised him. <laughs> no, that's definitely a fact. But um, as far as, so, like, yes, ambitions, goals, and then along, like, coinciding with, like, the the stereotypes of how, like, you know, people perceive Black people to be and how, like, you know, they think we are think- the black women because they all because we're we're quote unquote the loud angry so as soon as something goes wrong like you know like we're we're almost reluctant to say something because it's like dang like do I want to be that loud black girl again Mm -hmm. but then it's like "Mm -mm, something's not right no (laughs) so I feel like you know just coming to terms with who you are and um you know, what you want to do, regardless, you got to shock the world, Daisha. I'm glad that you shocked that man, because it's just up from there. Like, I know that <laughs> when people look at me, it's one thing, but when they, they start talking to me, they're like, oh my gosh, like, and they, I'm, I'm not even kidding you guys. I probably had this, if I had a dollar for every time somebody told me I sound white, <laughs> I would probably, I would probably... I don't know. Maybe I'd be out on a spa weekend. I don't know. You know, um, you know what? I don't mean to interrupt you, but God. that's another like another kind of challenge. That is a challenge. Someone wait, wait, wait. Sound white. Yeah, but wait. I think it's a challenge among other young black women and young black men because it's mm-hmm. like I myself. I I get told all the time by like my friends that like oh I sound white that oh you know like because I I or I speak proper and stuff like that but it's just like the way this brain works I just it can't allow for typos and grammatical errors so <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like in a sense it's like I don't want to have to dumb myself down you to know be I mean? able to communicate with you right yeah to to communicate with other black people or to communicate with other people in general and then I don't want to be like 
really smart to try to appeal to white folks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like, so, like I don't even know if it's a good or a bad thing because I know on the phone. Okay, so like, okay, when they see my name and resumes, right? They're like, "What is she?" Like, they probably thinks like they think I'm Spanish or you know whatever the case. Yeah. I don't think I am because I, I wouldn't even know what to think if I saw that. <laughs> um, but when they start talking to me, I sound like a certain way. But that's because I grew up in, like I said, a predominantly white school from ki- from kindergarten all the way to twelfth grade. I went to the same town school. So this is like, yeah, this is how I talk. This is how I, this is all I know. Like, this is how I grew up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we shouldn't be faulted for that. No, definitely not. And it's like, so you're telling me, and then my thing is like, why does white have to be the proper way to talk? Like, why can't you say like, you speak well, or you speak like you sound educated or mm-hmm. something? Why does it have to be white? Like, I don't know. I always felt some way about that. Like, so I can't be black and educated. <laughs> oh, I think it's I think it continues to surprise, you know, people every single day. I don't know why. Um, but it just continues. It just continues to It's to crazy. Me. It does. It is crazy. But next question that we have. Uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, just to move away from, you know, because we could we could keep talking about being young and black and a woman. In society, um, with our oh, voices yeah. being stiffled, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Um, I mean, you guys can like comment how we pronounce it because I don't know. It's stiffled. It's stiffled. No, I just feel like it's not though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no way. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so to whoever to whoever asked that question, that was a very very good question. Um, I should be like, guys, don't forget, don't forget to fill out the form after each question. <laughs> right. Like, don't forget, ask some questions. Yep, ask some questions. Um, but the next question, another really really good question. Wait, Dave. Before you, you wait, wait, wait. Before you even go, I'm so sorry to cut you off. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I'm going like to do that for real. But wait, real quick, you guys. So first off, before Daisha reads this question, because this question requires her to be vulnerable. And so like uh-huh. I told Daisha earlier that I want to be like vulnerable during this episode. Like, and it's not easy for me to like, you know, open up or show my weakness because like, you know, like I was raised in a way where, you know, you are a strong black woman and like you have to protect yourself and, and by all means so like bear with us we're being vulnerable <laughs> like we're trying our best and that way like when we are vulnerable we can you guys can understand us better and we can also understand ourselves better as well so like um yes there goes that sorry <laughs> i had to go off on a little spiel real quick before you know got you got you got you um <laughs> so i it's I feel like it's not as vulnerable. Like I'm not as vulnerable about this question um, anymore. But I'll just read the question. Um, so it says, "Could you talk about how you came out to your parents and how they reacted?" Um, then it says my name. It says I think I'm bisexual, but I'm not sure. So <laughs> wait, don't forget the last thing. Did you die, girl? I typed that. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, just ignore that part, guys. Just ignore that part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that's the end of the question um, that they think they're buying and they're not sure. So my, I don't really have like a come out story. Like everybody has like this, like, oh my goodness, I was, you know, I don't know. It was, I don't know. It was, so obviously I live in a very Christian household, very Christian, very West Indian. I'm going to say that like every episode. So if you're Christian, if you're Christian, or West Indian, or both, you know, <laughs> you know what's tolerated and what's not tolerated um, within the four walls, so it was kind of like being like, I don't know, like being like, I don't know, I always grew up going to church, so it was kind of like, oh, is this like wrong, or is it right, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and so basically, I didn't really tell my parents, um, I don't think I ever really, I don't think I ever really told my stepdad like that. I hope he's probably going to listen to this. I don't know. But (laughs) maybe maybe we could crop that out. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, it wasn't like, so, okay, so I never really even told my mom. It was kind of like, I just started dating this one particular female and it was kind of like my mom knew because she just be knowing everything before things happen. I don't know. She's crazy. She be knowing everything. You know, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know everything. Um, and so you know, she came to me and a little with a little you know hostility, um, here or there. But <laughs> you know, she's basically saying that you know I'd rather hear it from you than the streets. You know what I mean? That's always been her motto um did they should did you take the cookie I'd rather learn it from you than your cousin you know always like you know just to for me to be honest and 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 truthful with her about what's going on within myself um and around me um I keep saying um I'm so sorry guys (laughs) but basically I didn't tell her we all went on a trip and obviously she speculated that on the trip because we were <laughs> the girl the girl I was dating was on the trip um but I didn't really tell her until like I would say maybe like let's say like six months afterwards um and that was I was already in like full-blown in the relationship but I was in college and I was like I, I was crying about something else because we everybody knows college is mad stressful um so I was crying probably probably because I didn't I made the varsity bat well they don't have varsity but I made the, the like the collegiate basketball and so I was probably crying about that and <laughs> and I was like I just don't want you to disown me like I was on the phone crying and she was like this on you for what <laughs> and I was like she was like I already knew I just wanted you to tell me <laughs> and it was like and then like obviously she loves me for me and like you know she can't she always says she doesn't agree always agree with my lifestyle but she loves me you know what I mean? you know no matter what I also want to add in there real quick, like, you know, there is no time limit. And so like, you got to get comfortable, like within yourself first. If like, you know, like once you start feeling comfortable in who you are and accepting it, like, then you are you more easily because it's, it's not going to be easy no matter like when, but it'll be a little easier if you know, are okay with yourself to live your truth and to tell people, you know, this is me and you know, 
this is, you know, what I like or what I don't like, whatever the case may be. And the people who are meant to be in your life will stay regardless. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. if someone's sexuality bothers you, you need to reevaluate what you're focused on. Because if you're focused on what, who they're loving, like, you're not focused on yourself and you need to be. Like, <laughs> you really need to be. Right. But for the I mean, girls. Listen, listen, what? don't don't try to love anybody until you love yourself. And I, I say that from my own personal experiences which we will talk about eventually um but like and just to answer like the second part of the question is like you know or your your statement um about you know not being sure is kind of like I don't know like it's hard to like like I can't give you advice on that at least over the air you know what I mean so definitely if you're comfortable reaching out do that um to me but then also like another thing for you to for the person who asked the question is like you know is to date like I'm not saying you know sleep people I'm just saying (laughs) go on dates and you know see you know if you if you well whose company you enjoy I don't know like if what you're attracted to like you know like only you are in your body and living your life so like you kind of just gotta go through the motions so you can be like nah I don't like that but I like this though and Mm -hmm. once you start you know separating things and putting them in you know categorizing it whatever the case may be like you'll know what you want and even if you are bi if you aren't bi like we love you regardless like (laughs) regardless (laughs) yes preach Um, but that's kind of that's kind of my 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 uh my piece on that so definitely if you're comfortable reaching out whoever asked this question um do so um I'm sure you know who I am some way somehow so reach out (laughs) Instagram if you have my number just whatever and I'm right we only a holla away yeah I'm always all ears for anybody's story um even if it's not like about you about like sexuality just advice in general um, so definitely hit me. Um, I hope you listen to this question, to this, to this episode. <laughs> As they should. They should be. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then our next question that we are going to answer is the moment. Oh my goodness. The moment you felt like the biggest failure and how you overcame it. <laughs> I guess I'll start. I won't really tell y'all like what the failure was because like there are a lot of instances in life where I felt like I could have done better or whatever the case may be. But I feel like there's one particular situation that I kind of held on to for a while. Um, And I feel like what has gotten me through that is is really just talking to myself like, you know, when I'm young, I was like, you know, not always making the best decisions or whatever the case may be. But um something I always want to remind myself is like, I'm human. Like, you know, if you knew now what, if you knew then what you know now, you wouldn't have made the same decision. So it's like, you really can't beat yourself up about anything. Like, how are you supposed to learn if you don't go through shit? Like literally, oh my gosh, I keep swearing. I'm sorry. (laughs) If you don't go through stuff. We can cover it up. We can cover it up. You need to go through stuff to grow through it, to learn, to, to build those character, you know, characteristics that is going to ultimately like, you know, propel you forward in one day. Like you need to go through the gutter and we, I'm sure we all have had our, which whatever the case may be, but like, I feel like 
what has gotten me through it is just re- remaining positive and knowing that although like this is you know it feels major in the moment when you're going through whatever you're going through although this feels like the end of the world like I have my whole life to keep going like let's not get hung up on something that's not going to matter in five years mm-hmm. like for real so. right 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 um I I don't even know what my biggest failure is um I don't think I've had like a huge bit okay so okay so something about me is that I overthink and I overanalyze everything mm-hmm. so it's been like the tiniest thing it feels like a failure so I don't really have a biggest failure because I feel like I'm failing every day um so <laughs> it's hard to just pinpoint one time that I felt like it was my biggest uh you know failure but that as that is something I'm working on um I continue to overcome it by, I guess, kind of, um, I journal, I journal and I pray a lot, um, because I, I do believe in, you know, the Lord almighty, <laughs> you know, G- in Jesus, Amen. And, you know, so, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I used to journal more. I definitely pray. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like the biggest thing for myself, I'm sorry, was just literally like telling myself, like, you're human. Like, nobody is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. you have to go through the trials and tribulations if you want to be, like, you know, somewhere exactly. living lovely one day. Like, you have to go yeah. through like, everything. Like, and all this stuff that you're going through is molding you into the person you need to be. Mm-hmm. you're going so like exactly exactly we're so like-minded yeah <laughs> no seriously um that's that's basically you know how I kind of talk myself out of the off the, off the ledge mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm failing because it's like okay well there's always and how I do it is like okay every day is a new day and so that's why I can't pinpoint one biggest failure because I, I start every day as a new day whatever happened yesterday it did happen it's probably still in the back of my mind but that's not going to help me today in what I need to get done today so when it comes to like challenges like that and like when you feel like you're a failure um you just gotta keep pushing because there's that is kind of what is it a cliche um that there's a light at the end of the tunnel because there it really is even like if you're sad or if you you know working on your business or working on school or whatever you're working on um there's always it's always gonna come together I know God is gonna God is gonna work in mysterious ways through the failures through all of it so just be patient um I'm working on my patience I know Karina be working on her patience too (laughs) it's y'all telling you but real quick so I kind of just thought about you know a failure so I kind of just got fired from my first time ever getting fired (laughs) mind you the circumstances they I, I did not deserve to get fired but I, you know, granted, I take things with a grain of salt and I keep it pushing. And so, like, you know, going through it, I was feeling some type of way. Like, I never got fired before. Like, I'm sad. I'm thinking I got to go back home to Massachusetts, whatever the case may be. And, like, lo and behold, when you were just talking about the light at the end of the tunnel or, like, you know, if things don't work out or just things being the way they are so that things in the future can, you know, be what they are. And so when I got fired, which I thought was a good job. Um, my new job, I get paid more. I it's it's just like way better. And so I was like, oh yeah. So like I I went through it. I was it was rough. 
now with stress eating, you know, comfort eating, whatever the case may be. Um, and it's just, and then when you start, and when I start gaining weight, I feel bad about myself. It was just like a downward spiral. So you guys try to pick yourself back up as fast as you can. That way you can keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, we're going to go a little bit faster. <laughs> That's fine. As we talk about some other things. Um, so I'll just run through this. Um, this our feed, Some of the feedback that we got. We won't do like a bunch of, of them. We just put two. Um, so one is try not to get so. We're only saying the feedback because we want like all of our listeners to be like involved in like our, our, our process. Because like we think it's pretty cool um so the number one is the number one thing is try not to get so sidetracked which I think we're doing pretty good on um overall that first episode was just it was a wreck that was our introduction like just so you guys know like that was our us letting you know that we can hold conversations in many different corners <laughs> many different aspects and no matter what we talk about we can always find something to pull out and talk about Right. And then a suggestion that we had is that maybe we can do like um like a black indigenous people of color, like fact of the week or like fact of the day thing. I um, love that for us. Yes. Maybe we can add that in with like our like, you know, our at the end with our book recommendations or our quotes. And for sure. Um, or, or well we could add it like to the beginning see this is like a brainstorming kind of episode <laughs> yeah this is just our we're gonna get it together for y'all episode what am i doing okay mm-hmm. I don't even know. <laughs> um, and then so basically we're just gonna you know briefly talk about some topics that we're gonna have coming up um that we are excited for because next week we talk about relationships so stay tuned for that because you know i got a lot to say (laughs) i got a lot to say about that one but we're not we're not gonna go on this week (laughs) why am i making all these noises i'm talking about some no for real you're over here like the migos (laughs) (laughs) i don't know who i am all right but i'm right (laughs) Um, we're going to talk about religion and how do you feel about like religion? Like we don't, you don't have to go. Um, like, I'm excited to cover that. Honestly, I, I, I really kind of want to bring someone on the show, but we have to talk about that. Obviously. Um, listen, we know plenty of people. We know plenty, <laughs> plenty, honey, mm-hmm. but yes, I'm excited. Yes. And then we have, we, we're going to talk about the power of the black dollar. The ching dollar dollar bills y'all okay <laughs> um i think that's gonna be like one of my favorite um you know i'm I, i'm all about money um not the love of money the root of all evil but um i do like i do like money. huh i said money is a tool so. yes money is a tool um that's another thing like I don't like I understand I want money so I could travel like I don't want like to bathe in money I don't want to be throwing money off boats and flushing it down a toilet you know what I mean like I don't want to love money in that aspect well I don't want to love money at all but yeah we don't have to go into that right now (laughs) but we're going to talk about the power of the black dollar and really just supporting other black businesses like and why don't we um and you know, list some crazy facts that I I found out about the black. You know what a black dollar is, right? Yeah, 
it's like you know how the Asian dollar, you know, whatever, da 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 da, and how many times it like kind of circulates within your community before leaving mm-hmm. the community. Right, right, right. And oh, I, like, I know a little something already, and it's sad. It makes me hurt. It makes me really sad, actually. Is it about the time span? The time span, how how much we don't spend money in our own community, just yeah. a bunch of stuff, really. Yeah. So we're, I'm I'm excited about that one, for sure. Um, then we have linguistics and code switching, which we kind of talked about earlier about, you know, a pe- with our um, our challenges and advantages. Um, because, because, listen, the way we be code switching up in this podcast. For real. Like, <laughs> like we said a couple episodes ago, like, we're really bougie. Like, we're bougie. We're ghetto. Yes. Like, that's the best of both worlds. Like, we can we can turn on that switch, like, you know, and, and communicate with whoever we have to communicate in the moment. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and I mean, even, like, even the fact that you just brought that up and I was about to bring it up, too, is crazy because it's, like, even the ability to create words, like, that's mm-hmm. just crazy. Um, so we're going to talk about that and we're going to title it Brugetto. Brugetto? We're going to title it Brugetto. Period. I'm so excited for that one. <laughs> Um, and then next, uh, police brutality, you know, not a favorite subject, but it's something I do like to talk about because it's, you know, going on still. Um, and then we're going to have, you know, living while black. So it's kind of like, um, I don't the know. Black how experience say. type thing. Like, yeah, the black, the experience. ugly truth sort of like angle at that. Yeah. Yeah. And then college. Of course, because, you know, we're both in college, so we got to talk about our experiences, our painful, painful experiences through a pandemic. I mean, and it's not even like, okay, you listen to other podcasts. We're different people, so you guys got to listen because our experiences are different than everybody else's. Definitely way different. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) I know. We should do, like, an unpopular opinions episode. Ooh, that would be dope. Right? And yo, but, okay. <laughs> we can have people send some in and discuss it, and then we bring our own. How Hello, about unpopular opinion. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. I got you. <laughs> um. So yeah, you could add that to the form. Add that to the form that I'm a. I'm gonna keep mentioning. <laughs> what's okay. an unpopular opinion off the top of your head? Unpopular. Ooh, I got one. I got one. Go. Babies are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't post pictures ugly. of your baby within the first 30 days and expect somebody to call your child cute because he's still like I don't even know what he he's looks all like. Like, like like Rufus from like <laughs> not them babies looking like monkeys. <laughs> yeah. God forgive me. I know no. my baby's going to be cute, so I'm not even worried. Yo, but they cry too much, bro. Like, yes, yes, and no. Like, you know, they only really cry when they need something. They need to speak. That's what they need. <laughs> <laughs> they should expect them to have a kid and it to be coming out like it's a five year old. <laughs> yeah. Mommy. I tell people all the time, yo, that my kid needs to come out two years old at least. <laughs> like, that's it. To walk and talk. <laughs> Please, like we could just skip all the other stuff. <laughs> all right, so you guys, um, you know, obviously this is our we have a little custom of before we, you know, end the episode or whatever. We gotta definitely drop you with some some jewels, some diamonds to walk away with. Um, so today's affirmation quote thing, whatever you want to call it, 
is don't be afraid to change. You may lose something good, but you also may gain something even better. Say this with me. You have two choices. Make progress or make excuses. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Okay. Like I said, you guys. So don't be afraid to make changes. Um, you really may lose something good and it may feel like, oh, I really want to hold on to this, whatever the case may be, but you really might also gain something better. And I just told you guys the story that literally went coincide with this. So repeat this with me, you guys. You have two choices. Make progress or make excuses. I'm making progress, baby. Oh. <laughs> um, Thank you for that. Um, and our book recommendation is from, you know, the phenomenal Daisha, of course. Daisha, the reader, the teacher, the preacher. <laughs> um, so so um, my book recommendation for this week is Out of the Devil's Cauldron by John Ramirez. And basically, this was, rec- this was recommended to me by my mom, of course. Um, and before I don't think I was in the right mindset to read it, but now I feel like I'm more connected spiritually. And so basically it talks about this guy who was very high ranked in Santeria, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, which is kind of like the Spanish kind of version of witchcraft. Um, and basically the detail about like his life and his transition from, you know, calling Satan his father to, um, you know, calling God his father. Um, So, yeah, so it's crazy. I'm in the middle of the book. Definitely recommend it. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it. There's eBooks, wherever. So, yeah, definitely. It starts off kind of slow, but it's good. (laughs) So, again, that's Out of the Devil's Cauldron by John Ramirez. We'll put it in the show notes. And, yeah, that's all we that's all we got for you guys this week. So we love y'all. We hope y'all have an amazing weekend and beginning of the next week. Also, real quick before you guys go, I I just wanted to add this on top. If it's not growing, it's dying. So listen. (laughs) Girl, what? If a plant isn't growing, Daisha, what is it doing? It's dying. It's getting sunburnt. Okay. If we (laughs) as people aren't growing, what are we doing? Dying, bro. Slowly. Killing me softly with me. <laughs> I'm at I'm keeping that too. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely tune in with us next week. Um, don't as always, don't forget to fill out the form um with feedback and questions and ratings and rate us. We got five we got a five-star rating on, on Apple Podcast. Period. <laughs> you dig? Um, so yeah, we love you guys as always. Do your little sign off, your little toodaloo. We love y'all. I just blew y'all a kiss. You better catch it and put it on your heart and wear that around because I'm sending you my love. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Tune in next week and see ya. Bye. Love y'all. Tune in next week as Daisha and Karina talk about relationships, the good, the bad, the ugly. Part one.